The Red Rum Theater, Episode 52, The Exorcist. Ooh, dang. Welcome to the Red Rum Theater. We watch movies, we love movies, we were raised by movies. We are host Ernesto Alanis. And scared like a mobster. Antonio Marina. <laughs> <laughs> Every week, we look at one of the movies that helped raise us up. That movie raised us right, raised us wrong. Today, for the last week of horror month. We got to pick the scariest movie of all time for this shit, huh? A few days before Halloween lands. <laughs> We talk about the film The Exorcist. And the saddest part about this is, it is a movie we grew up with. Way too young. Yes. We'll get to all that. <laughs> and how it taught us to fear the supernatural, but also be fascinated by the supernatural. So, let's begin with a story. This movie comes out way before our time. 70s? 73. It's stinking. 73? It's stinking early, dude. It's stinking early. Holy cow, dude. It's, we're, I mean, the acting, the actors are before our time. This is, this is not our people because we're, we're 80s kids. We're 80s, 90s yeah. kids. This is before our time. But we still watch this at a very young age. How old was Linda Blair? In this movie? Yeah. By 12, 13, dude. Dude. Maybe I younger. I can't believe the stuff that, this is unbelievable. Okay. Before I we... watched it, and it it blew my mind how how much it scared me. Okay, still. So you watch? Have you seen it ever since the Dude, first time? There's no reason to watch it again. I watched it when they released the director's cut and they added some scenes to it. Okay, which thank God this wasn't the one with the damn reverse crab walk bullshit. But um, I mean, I, shit, man, it's been 10, 15 years, and before that, I probably only seen it twice. I haven't seen this since I was seven years old. I watched it once, watched it again. We weren't, it wasn't seven. It was in the UP? It was eight or nine. I eight mean, or nine? Eight what, or nine, What yeah. grades were we in up there? Um, when we were in the UP, I Third think, and fourth, wasn't it? Third and fourth grade? Uh, let's see. Fourth and fifth. Fourth was, and fifth. I was, no, no, it wasn't fourth and fifth. Oh, you might, you're two years older than me. I did... I did second, third, fourth there. Okay. So it's right around the... Because when we moved back to Flint, I did fifth grade. Right. And I, when I moved to Flint, I, did, I think I did sixth grade, I think. I did sixth and seventh back in Flint. Or maybe sixth, seventh, eighth. I don't know how it worked. We don't know our own you history. You did eighth in Waterford. Right. So you did sixth, seventh. I did Potter and Whittier. And I did fourth, fifth. Okay. So this is before that. Yeah. Because I did um, Potter Williams. Okay, now... Watching this again after we were whatever age it was, way too damn young. Okay, so watching this again, I was calling Tony all week. Like Tony, I don't want to watch this alone. We couldn't make our schedule work, so we had to watch it both alone. <sighs> we both watched it under the light of day, didn't we? Both watched it during the day, I, dude. I, I tell you what, I had band practice, and I was like, you know what? I the only time I can do it is is between work and band practice, and I started it at four thirty, and I am so happy I started at four thirty, dude. Because it started getting dark, and then I was getting ready to leave, and I didn't feel right, dude. I was like, Oosh. that's some scary-ass movie, dude. Okay. So, watching it again, this movie, okay, I'm going to say this, it holds up. This movie is 30 or more years old. This movie... 40, bro. No. 73. You're right, dude. That's 44 years old, dude. And this movie is better this movie is the movie every demon possessed movie wants to be. Wishes it was, dude. Emily Rose, get out my face, dude. I mean, decent. Nothing can touch this, dude. It's so messed up. Okay. Before we go into what the movie has in it, tell you a story how we watched this movie. Mm. Now, I told my wife this story last night, and she couldn't believe it. Did she watch this movie? Heck no. She ever watched it? No. She can't watch it. No way. So, we're kids. Damn, I keep hearing stuff in here, dude. <laughs> Damn, trying building up. Okay, so how do you say it? When we were, we were in our in our in our middle ages, when we we're kids, when we we're middle ages, what, were we fifty years old? <laughs> no, when we're like, I don't know, we're not 
infants, we're not toddlers, we're, we're children. We're, we're that magic age, that 8, 9, 10, right? That 7, 8, 9, 10 years old, we had a stepfather. And uh, he really enjoyed... Uh, Tormenting. It, he was an asshole, dude. It, it, I don't know how to say it in the way than that. He really enjoyed messing with us and tricking us and, and making... Was that, it was mom's second husband? Yeah. Make it, make, he really enjoyed making us scared of things. And to him, I don't know why. Like he, the first time he messed with us, he took, he was just dating our mom. And um, we were six, seven years old. Legit. Took us to a cemetery at night, made us get out of the car onto the dirt road. And we this didn't want to. This is a fucking Flint cemetery, dude. We were crying before we got out of the damn truck. Because we didn't trust the guy. We didn't know the guy. We're in the middle of nowhere with this guy. He has us get out and takes off down the road. And me and you are sitting there holding each other. Crying like a motherfucker. Surrounded by tombstones, dude. Middle of the night. Leaves us there because he thinks it's a hilarious joke. it was hilarious. And this is who this guy is. And so... I don't know what happened or why, but we're, we're, we're kids playing with toys one day. We're playing with toys on the floor, being kids. It, 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 dude, when we watched it, it was dark as hell. So he comes in and says, you're going to watch Exorcist tonight. And I was scared of scary movies. I, I didn't even, know, I didn't even know what he was saying. Like, I didn't even know what, I'm like, what the hell is Exorcist? What? And so we go sit down and watch it. He, he sits down in the living room on the carpet in front of the TV, in the middle of the living room. He sits us there, turns all the lights off, and leaves us. He says, we have to watch this movie. I cover my face. He comes back in and he tells me, I can't cover my eyes. Literally that night, I have a nightmare. I call for mom. I'm so scared. I'm crying. I'm a kid scared for his mom. This man comes into the room, grabs me by my head, and bounces my head into the pillow in the bed multiple times to, I guess what, make me so I won't call out, I won't be afraid, like, like he's stronger than I am, so shut up, kid, for no reason. So our first viewing of this movie was very traumatic. Oh, man. We watched it afraid. Man, oh, you got me want to beat his fucking ass, dude. Ooh, what a sick bastard. <laughs> so. We got, got some, like, very, we got scars from this shit. So that, we see this movie. That's what you start these, the, uh, your stepkids out with? As far as horror is the exorcist, man. Dude. It's too, that's too scary. I'm telling man. you, Tony, it was get, uh, getting the DVD in the mail. Dude, we were scared shitless, dude. We <laughs> were so scared, dude. Dude, and literally because and wait, You know what? This is fucked up, but at least we did, we did it together, though, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we did it together, <laughs> we, bro. We did. We did. So that first Julius movie, I haven't watched it since then. I was scared to watch it. I was nerd. I was on pens and noodles. So years, all these years pass. For the podcast, I'm going to watch this movie. So I put it in the DVD player and watch it. I'm going to say this right away. Damn, I forgot about him slamming your head in the pillow like that, dude. dude. The he movie, to me too. it's well made. You know what, dude? The story is it's tight. Dude, the I, characters. I'm telling you, there's little things that happened as an adult when you watch this. And you're just like, man, there's science all over this place. Like, Dude, the, the, the who put... The crucifix under her pillow. I, I don't know. I think she, the thing did. To Why would it do that? Remember it started stinking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There's some sick shit in this okay. movie, dude. We'll get into the roles, but listen. Watching it again, the movie, it's... It's, a lot, it's really okay. well done. Horror movies generally are either, um, a lot of them fall on the cheesy side. It's almost like, well, it's good for a horror movie. You know what I'm saying? Like you almost give it like a, a pass. Yeah. This thing doesn't need no pass. Nope. This, this thing. A, this is a, whether, whether people want to admit or not, this is a classic, dude. Okay, listen. This movie comes out December 26, 1973. The day after Christmas it comes out? Legit. Who was in charge of that? So listen, this is, okay, you have said, this is before, 73 is before Jaws. It's before Spielberg changes the game. When Jaws comes out, it's released to every theater at the same time. That's never happened before, okay? Before then, you might have five to 20 theaters get it across the nation. And you'd see how what? it would do, and it would be released to oh, more man. and more smaller venues. 
You know what I'm saying? There's not, there's not these massive rollouts. Like, um, that's why you can watch, like, there's some movies would have dumb B movies because it didn't get the new, you know, the, whatever's new. Because movies came out and they because the studio didn't want to print a whole bunch of reels not knowing how it would do. So this movie comes out to 20 theaters, okay, in 73. And this was, there was lines around blocks, dude. People waiting hours and hours was, and hours. Was Corpus one of the first? I don't know. Because um, our dad told me mm-hmm. when it came out, and it might have been when they made it national, but when it came out in Corpus, because he drove me by the pier and, was, and he took me by some old theaters, he said, dude, there was nuns and priests out here boycotting this thing. Telling people you don't know what you're gonna watch, it's gonna mess your life up. Like I mean, it would they straight up nuns and priests boycotting this movie. It was so scary because it was too real. Right. This now this movie is based on a novel. Okay, it's based on a book, and the book is about. Um, it's based on a boy. The book's called Y'all Need Jesus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's that meme? That, that black lady in the island? Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. Y'all motherfuckers need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that Bad Boys? Bad Boys too. Okay. But uh, that was the dumbest part. <laughs> um, so, they got the porno on in here. <laughs> but uh, Steakin, um <laughs> it was about a kid who went through all these processes. He went to... Doctors, psychiatrist, psychiatrist, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what's crazy about this movie, which I kind of love about it, is the movie is a modern film. It's just, okay, this film begins; everyone is beyond the Bible. Everyone's beyond demons. No one believes. Not even the priest believes in this stuff. And the priest didn't want to hear it. He said, "If you love your daughter, you don't want this. Do not ask the church for this." I mean, literally, he is a psychiatrist trained at John Hopkins. Uh, you know, I didn't even realize he was big time, dude, but he chose to be a priest. Right. Like, even his uncle said, you were supposed to be a, a penthouse psychiatrist. Your mom be living large instead of living in this place. Dude, that was messed up, I dude. loved watching medical science. I love watching psychi- psychiatrists. I love watching everyone try to explain this away. And they're just lost. And the mom, she doesn't believe in nothing. She's an actress, probably very liberal. She's like, there's no such... And seeing these characters, like watching these doctors witnessing impossible things, but trying to explain it anyway, it's, it was like, you guys gotta see what's happening in front of you. Even the priest doesn't want to admit what he's seeing. He's like, well, it could be a mental illness. Like, it's cr- and even, dude, I love how she, dude, she's just such a such. The, the take, she, she's a desperate mother. Oh, dude, and she's like, I've seen all these damn doctors, and they, they told me to come see you. Now you're gonna send me back to them? And uh, it was just like, dang, dude. And I love that it's 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 a time where. Drinking, casual drinking and smoking is just, that's everyday norm, dude. It, it, Unbelievable. It's before the church in general warns on cigarette, before, before cigarette gets, gets get blown up. Dude, Everyone I'm, dude, smokes. I'm telling you the ding, the priest, he had cigarettes on tap, dude. <laughs> dude, what is, uh. Drinking sh- uh, Chivas Regal, bro, like that good <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> dude, she's like, you have some brandy in that? He goes, I've, I've, I've been told by my doctors, it's not good for me. Lucky for me, my flesh is weak. And he puts this, and she's like, "What does that mean?" He's like, "Put this cup up, like fill this." Fill yeah, this you better up. fill this mother ever up. I, dude, I love when the first time the priest sees the demon. He's, she's like, "You want a drink, please?" <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, what do you like? Scotch, ice, little water." She goes, "Oh, I don't have ice." I go, and he's like, "Just give me the scotch." Dude. I can't, no, no, just give me the scotch. <laughs> I mean, the, every, he's a badass too, dude. The, the priest is an ex-boxer. The guy is a worldly I, man. I love how the detective was like. He said, "You look like a do- like a boxer. You look like a boxer." <laughs> the cops, great, dude. I'm gonna tell you. And the jokes are for 40 years ago. So you're kind of like, damn, he dogged him out. So you look at Paul Newman. <laughs> then you see Paul Newman in the 70s. You're like, damn, that fine ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, Anybody tell you look at Paul Newman all the time? <laughs> so funny, dude. Dude. Okay, Max von Sydow. Dude, the writing's great. Dude, so this movie comes out, okay? Too bad Max von whatever is like 100 years old. Dude, he's not that old. They, they, okay, listen. So this movie comes out. People are going to see it by the thousands, okay? It's doing incredible business, but people are passing out in the theaters. Too bad, I assume. It, it's way more extreme, but what, how we were when the 
first Blair Witch came Dude, out. Dude, exactly. Because it blew us away to a point where we had to tell everybody and we wanted to see their reactions. I assume that's probably how this was. Dude, this movie. There was nothing like this when it came nothing. out. Nothing. I mean, this movie hits and people are freaking out. People are. I bet people are going to church. I'm telling you, you watch. Dude, people probably going to confession, dude. People come out of there saying, I got to go to church. People are literally coming to the theater saying that stuff. I got to go to church. They're probably like, I got to get my kids to church. Dude, that's some scary shit. This movie, like, people. Man, why is this damn building so loud? Uh Throwing up, passing out. Dude, how much puke's in that bra, dude? Dang. (laughs) Leaving the feet, just just walking out. Walking out. I I can't. You wait in line for seven hours and you walk out. I'll tell you what. Here's the thing, too. uh, You don't realize this movie is so well done. It is, like, straight up uh, a crescendo. The whole movie is a build-up. The movie is slowly turned. Oh, man. Like, the first. You are so. In, like literally, I was I, I went to go make Nothing some food. Nothing happens for the first half hour, I'm and I'm you, still on the edge of my but seat. The, the thing is, dude, you have to hear every word. I literally I rewound it probably three or four times, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna pause it. I only have X amount of time for pra- practice. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't miss shit. Pause and I cook up some shit real quick, and I'm just like, I, I as bad as I uh, bad as I didn't want to watch it. I'm like, I got it. I I have to. Follow this. I missed one line. I couldn't watch one scene. Which one? I'll tell you what it was. I missed a line where she walks out when their friends are playing piano and she pees on herself. What does she say to the party when she pees on herself? Okay. You missed that? I, I heard. Dude, I, as a kid, do, did you notice the guy was talking about the Gemini and the this and that? He was an astronaut. Oh, okay, yeah. She walked out and looked at the astronaut and looked at him and said, you're going to die up there. No. And I I think in history he dies. Like that whatever ship he was on. Like she looks at him and says, You're gonna die up there, right before she pees. And the whole party's like, damn. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, she looked dude. at him and said, You're gonna die up there. That's crazy, dude. Dude, and that priest is drinking and smoking and playing piano and singing with the party. <laughs> Movie has an 86% rotten tomatoes. Directed by William Friedkin, the French, French Connection guy. This guy won an Academy Award for French Connection. This movie was nominated for a bunch of awards. Nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay. Exorcist was? Yes. <laughs> Doesn't win nothing because it's, it's just too crazy. Um, plot of this movie, very simple. The plot of this movie is a young girl is possessed by a demon. Uh, yeah, why is she possessed? Stinking Ouija board. Because dude. she's playing with the damn Ouija board. And then what's her damn uh, uh, measuring friend's name? Mr. Howdy. What a bastard. It's Howdy Duty time, G. Too bad it was uh, Mr. Howdy's at the face we kept seeing in the whole damn. We're like, damn, why you got to show up again? Uh-huh. Ellen Burstyn plays the mom. She's, she's from amazing. Rucking for a Dream. That's what she comes from. That movie, she's, in Ruckin for the old, she's the mother of Rucking for a Dream. Jared oh, Leto's mom. Oh, my goodness. And she was great in that. Doesn't he steal her TV? Yes. What a piece of shit. Then Max von Sydow plays Father Marin. Uh, he's the old man. He's the old priest. He's in Minority Report. He's in Judge Dredd. He's in. He's he the was the one in minority. Oh, he's the one they send off in Judge Dredd to walk in the wastelands. That's f***ed up. <laughs> then he's the voice of Vigo in Ghostbusters too. Shut up. He's the voice of Vigo. Mother to me <laughs> and wife to you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Your Vigo sounds like Arnold, dude. <laughs> Wife to me. <laughs> Mother to me. <laughs> dude. Um, but uh, I'm going to tell you something, dude. That guy, the Max von Sydow, walks in that room. He is a Jesus loving. He's a G, dude. He, he's a gangster, bro. He is fighting that thing, and he... He's pretty much like, silence! <laughs> shut up! He... Doesn't, he's like he ain't even batting an eye. The other priest, the other priest can't fight it. No, he the, can't. The other, the, uh, that other priest, that demon. He starts beating that poor girl's ass. <laughs> he's like punching her in the face. Dude. But dude, it, it has her, it has his number. Oh, yeah. And he's like, don't. It's a liar. Don't listen to it. Yeah. It will put truth in the lie, and it will come at you. But he can't. He can't do it. That all that shit with his mom messed oh, me up my so gosh, bad. Dude. That his mom reminded me of Walita, dude. I'm like. 
steamy. She's so happy to see him. Didn't that just remind you of when you just went and seen Grandma? Dude, I mean, the characters, the mom, believable. The, the hospital that she was in, man. Oh, man. That hospital scene was terrible. That was horrifying, dude. That's what it was like. Dude, that, all those are closed now. All those mental institutions are closed. But that you see. That's where you go when you ain't got no money and no insurance. Man, that was sick. Now, I'm going to say this about this movie right now. We often do a thing telling you why you should see it. Some people, there's some movies you should not watch for pleasure. No, don't watch. Like, this. okay, Super Eight, not Super Star, sorry, not, not Super Eight. So Super Eight's badass. What are you talking about? Nick Cade, eight millimeter. Don't watch eight millimeter. Eight millimeter. But listen, I'll, I'll tell you this though, it's incredible. Okay, it will mess you up. You can learn from it as a film about the human condition, about the evil in men's heart, but you don't watch that for fun. What a badass movie, though. Dude, it, I, I, dude it, it changed my life. It's literally, I'm going to get real wait, for a second. Wait. It's why I started, it's like, I can't watch, I can't like just embrace porn as a person because it just, it, does, it hurts too many people. Well, maybe I should watch it again then. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> dude, okay. Hey, is this violence real? Okay, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'll just, tell you what though, uh, when he sees his baby, I die every time, dude. Dude, dude, dude. It the movie is he just looks and sees the purity of his child, right? And he thinks about everything he's just seen, dude. Oh my god! And Joaquin Phoenix was amazing in that movie. Man, the movie. That movie. In my machine. That movie's sick, dude. In high school, that movie was my class's class movie. We're so stupid. What? In our yearbook. Why? I don't know. You know what mine was? What? American Pie, dude. <laughs> you guys so, were dark, bro. Dude, that movie, like, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. You watch it and learn from it. You should not watch it with your buddies for fun. I'll never watch it again. You, uh, you know what? I'll give you one more. Train Spotting. There you go. That, I'll never watch that again. Did I enjoy it? Hell yeah. Did it mess me up? Hell yeah. And it should. That's what, it should mess you up. This movie should not be watched for a thrill ride. There's, it, it, there's too much reality. This ain't like watching Paranormal Activity, dude. Exactly. Or Blair Witch. Exactly. This is like holy shit. There's some evil out there, dude, and you don't want to. You don't want to knock it on your door. The elevator's gonna open up, dude. Oh. You shut your mouth. Dude. I'll be jumping out that window, way. I'll be hanging out with them streetwalkers on the corner, talking all that shit. Um, holy cow. So, the boxer priest, what's crazy about him is he can't beat it with the power of Christ. Sit out, can, but he's too old. Remember, he said he fought one in Africa. For a month. And it almost killed and it him. It almost killed him. This thing, he was. Yeah, but dude, when he walked in, he knew it. He was like, I will, I'm going to die going after you. What did he say? He told, he told the mom. He told, the demon told me he was the devil himself. And if you go to some, if you go to the church telling him that, you might, you know, he might as well have said he was Napoleon Bonaparte. Right. Because they're going to think you're crazy. And it's not Satan himself. It's a liar. Like he yeah, said, yeah, it's, yeah. The, this thing's a liar. It's going to say whatever it wants to say. But whatever it is, the thing is strong. And uh, they, when they're going through the ritual, dude, and, and was... Sidow starts throwing down scripture on that thing, I was like, I'm watching, I'm like, you Beat that thing. You get it out of there. I, I was, he was my man, dude. Because you see the difference between the two priests. One believed there was a God in heaven who had authority over earth. And one didn't know what he believed anymore. I'll tell you what. The uh, exorcist at the beginning, I took mom to see that. That was actually badass. But in that movie, he was, it was him as a young man. Did you watch that? No. It was him as a young man, and he lost his faith. And at some point, point in the movie... He's talking to God, and he said, I'm so sorry I lost my faith. And, like, that's how he beat it in the first movie. It's, it's pretty badass. But that's the one I took Mom to see, and I knew every scary part that was coming up because I watched it before I took her to see it, and the scary shit would happen, and I'm like, okay, we made it. And then she'd have, like, an like a, uh, extended reaction, and she'd just scream, and then the whole theater would be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it's like, damn, Mom, damn! Um, it's like taking you to see the new Blair Witch. <laughs> but, uh... He couldn't beat it, so he literally just took it. He fought like he would fight a man. He did. It was a crazy ending. It was... It, that ending was... I love how he 
had to get himself back just long enough. Remember, he's down there. He's out. Where the, the demon's the, got his ass. The demon had it, and the mom's like, is my daughter going to die? And he's like, no. no, she ain't. And he gets up and goes right back up the stairs. You're like, he's like, I, I can't let this girl be taken by this. Yeah. It's <sighs> crazy. Dude, when he, when he gets the demon. Did you notice the demon had to pull the locket off his hip? He's got that St. Michael's. It pulls it off and then can take him. Like that locket's like it's protecting him somehow or something. Did he take it off? No, the demon did. Tore it off his... That when that was oh while he was on top of their fight yeah when they were he was dropping bombs and he's a strong man and it, it was, he's a boxer dude. and it was laughing at him it was laughing at him dude when she's back though at the end oh my saddest shit I ever seen dude, dude. literally comes around there's a dead priest on the floor a dead guy down the stairs and the detective shows up <laughs> and he's like Damn. around like there's dead people. how do you explain this how how do you explain it I know. Okay, <sighs> this movie, man. So before we go into the stuff, before we go into it. We ain't in it right now. We're going to go into some hardcore stuff. So here it is. We just launched a brand new patron page at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Red Room Theater. Our first goal to open the t-shirt store was 50 bucks. And guess what? We passed the goal last night. Which means what, Tony? Which means, get ready, fool. We're going to open a t-shirt store. Net by this week. Next week sometime, we're opening up the store. You want to wear some gear? Shy. The gear is going to be available online. Watch our Facebook, our Twitter. It's going to be announced. It's going to be on our website. You can just order gear whenever you want. It'll be shipped to your house. Booyah, booyah. Uh, Any size you want, uh, it's going to be awesome. If you want to support the show... For a dollar, a stinking episode, pretty much. Here's how it works. That burp smells so bad. It smells over here, Tony. It's delicious, dude. Dude, it smells... T- what you eat for dinner? Church's chicken, boy. I can smell it. like smell like chicken. I bet you're starving now, <laughs> fool. I'm kind of feeling sick. <laughs> <laughs> dude, you used to work at Church's, dude. I know, but I'm saying... You, you know all about that chicken. I'm saying there was a lot of smell to come out for a bounce, dude. <laughs> but, um... So here's the deal. Well, probably because I had stinking three glass bottle Cokes doing the last mm-hmm. podcast, and I'm drinking a full, large-ass coffee now. So here's the deal. If you want to – November's our first month of pay, with a patron pick. We're sending out the email to vote on week four. In the next week, if you want to have a say in where our show goes, become a patron. Become a patron to get involved with the writer's room. Now pick the movies for next month and get involved as a voter to vote on what movie we're going to do next month. So – that's all on patreon.com slash Theater. Now, let's dive into this. Raised us right. A healthy respect. A healthy fear of the supernatural. Now, we are not religious as kids. I mean, our grandma believes in Jesus and goes to church. But we didn't, did we? Hell no. We used to go to stinking catechism and everything, and we always get thrown in the hallway. Mom Never always, sur- every time she'd come to get us after she went to the mass, she'd come and we'd be in the hallway, <laughs> just me and you. We go to grandma like maybe on Christmas, uh, midnight mass, and we just sleep. We just it was so- well, it was in Spanish, dude. <laughs> you gotta learn something, like to be bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what the hell they're saying. We didn't know nothing. We're trying to just sit and stand at the right times, dude. Know, you ain't lying, dude. Sit, stand, kneel, singing that bull. <laughs> but uh. But even though we, we weren't raised religious, this movie put a healthy fear. We don't want anything to do with that crap. Uh-uh. Did you ever, ever in your life, it's Ouija board, dude, ever? Yes. You did? At a party? Yeah, it was a Parker Brothers bullshit. Still, you didn't have the sirens going off saying, don't do this thing. <sighs> don't drink the water. There's blood in the water. No, it was stupid. It was just a bunch of dumbasses being dumb. Dude, I, I saw, I've, I've had come out at parties, and I've left. Like I had a, a fear of it. Was it a Parker Brothers? Yeah. Didn't How matter. What the hell are they making that? The Parker Brothers makes these plastic Monopoly board-looking Ouija on, boards. Remember on Paranormal Activity? He, he got like this Ouija board, and she's like, uh, you said you were going to get a Ouija board. 
That's like the scariest looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the hell is that? It's like a demonic looking ass. Jeez. That movie's nuts, dude. Now, I'm going to say something to you right now to everybody, okay, out there and listen to the podcast, okay? I'm a pastor, okay? I'm a Jesus-believing fool, dude. Straight up. I pastor a church. I preach Jesus every single week of my life. Let me tell you something. I fell into the same thought process as the boxer priest, dude. I thought for a long time, maybe all that stories in the Bible of like demons and Jesus casting stuff out, maybe, and I'll tell you why I thought maybe it was fake for a while. I'll tell you why, I th- or not fake, misunderstood. I went to India, okay? And I'd preach these. Doesn't the, didn't the boxer priest say this? Yes, he says it in the movie. He's like, that was amazing. I'm, it was, Is that I, why he started losing his faith? He started because here's the thing. Explanation, like he explained everything away. He explained it all away. So I go to India. I'm preaching these fields full of people, and they'd come. They bring the sick to me to pray over. They'd be out there for hours, dude. Hours. They bring someone to me, and all the point they created me to Pastor Ernesto, pray over this person. They have a demon. I'm like, what the crap? They bring a woman to me. She's schizophrenic. She's a mental illness. But the people in India are educated. They think, they think autism, they think any mental illness is a demon possession. I go, what if... Uneducated, you mean. Uneducated. So I've been wondering, what if all the people back in the Bible times are just uneducated, don't understand what mental illness is? They think they got a demon and it's f***ing heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm just saying, what if it's all true? So for months I'm in India, I, I, this idea is building in my head. Yeah, you know who put that in your head. And then one day they tell me, Ernesto, there's a lady with a demon. And sometimes the guys, sometimes, you know. And then you go, you're not a demon, are you? <laughs> so, so I think it's going to be another mental illness. They bring this woman forward. And she's not mentally ill. I thought you went to her place. No, there's a different thing. That was a. There's, there's, there's a lot of stories from India, dude. Damn, bro. I'm a, I so, thought I was your brother, dude. Ah. I don't talk about this stuff, dude. They bring this woman forward. Why did you decide to have this movie for the last one? Because it's horror month. Yeah. And I thought to myself, what would what would it look? What would it be like if it was real? They bring a woman. You forward. almost always wanted it, didn't you? I almost it. was happy that it wasn't real. Until the, until it was. And so <laughs> they, they bring a woman forward, and uh, she's bound. Which no one else had been bound before. And I'm like, that's odd. That's because she was probably whipping all their asses. And um, I'm going to tell you something, Tone. Watching this again, it, it wounded me. Because the priest tells the younger priest, he tells him, don't listen to it. It's a liar. And the same way that thing got the boxer priest, this thing in that field beat the hell out of me, dude. This thing, first of all, I'm in the middle of nowhere, India. Only I've only met one Indian that speaks English, and his English is broken beyond belief. It's all like, you know, it's like... Uh, like you're Spanish. Like, it's like, it's like the phone calls when you call, like the help line, and it's an Indian guy, like, like really thick accent. You know, it's bad English. Yeah. This lady looked at me, spoke flawless English, dude, in the middle of nowhere, India. And it knew my name. It knew my life. And it came at me, just talking. And nobody knew what she was saying. No. Translators just were like, 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 okay, they're talking. What's happening? And I'm like looking around like, what the crap's happening? And this thing's telling me why I'm going to fail in India, why I'll never be a, a great man of God because of the sins in my life, naming off my sins to me, my secret hidden crap. In perfect English. I'm looking around like, and I grab this, this pastor that speaks English. And I'm like, That's a, there's a demon in that woman. He's like, I know. He's like, no shit. We brought her to you. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the boxer priest, I left. It scared the shit out of you, didn't it? The thing, and it, it smiled and it laughed and I left because it knew it beat me. Oh, my goodness. And that's when I realized 
How do you even learn to handle that? It's just faith. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I learned to handle it, okay? Um, one night I'm in India after that happened. And um, I had this nightmare. And I'm in the streets of India. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm walking the dirt, dirt road of India in the jungle. And there's something hunting me. I can see its eyes once in a while behind me. I hear its breath. It's hunting me down. And I, I'm, I can't find a place to go and be safe. And I'd wake up and I'd just feel this oppression in the room. I just feel like, and so I literally wake up and I start praying and it would clear some space for me to feel not, and then I'd stop praying. I'd start again, again, the nightmare would come back, the same exact nightmare. I'm on the road, the thing's coming, always getting closer all night long. And so I wake up and I just pray, I get in the shower, I try to just try to keep this thing at bay. I think it's just a crazy nightmare, okay? Now, in my uh, apartment in India, we had kids from the neighborhood all slept at our house. We were out, I'd open my door of my bedroom at, in the morning. There'd be kids all over the floor, sleeping on the safe. floor yeah, of my then, apartment. Because yeah. we didn't beat the kids. Like Parents just beat the crap out of kids in India. Well, the parents beat their wives in church. Right. Um, so, and we also had clean water. So the kids loved to come over for clean water all the time. So I open the door, and there's no kids on the floor, which is really weird. These are 10, 15 kids running around, you know. And I'm like, what the crap is this? So I'm like, whatever. So... They don't come back. No kid. Finally, I see a kid in the neighborhood. I'm like, hey, you guys, you guys don't come over anymore. He's like, ah, and he's trying to, in India, they kind of ask questions many times to get an answer. So we're talking. Finally, he tells me, he goes, well, the other, we, one night we were at your house. We had, all the kids had a dream of being on the road in India and something was hunting them. Holy cow, the lights just turned off. It's, it's motion. It's motion. It's, it's got. Holy fucking shit, dude. Okay. Holy. <laughs> Mother fucking bitch. <laughs> Dude, that f***ed me up. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so the little kid says... Jason Duncan, when you listen to this one, bro, I was shitting my pants when I left the damn podcast with you. Um, oh, my my heart stopped. Dude, the little kid said we had a nightmare, and the kids all shared it, and they had the same nightmare. of was hunting them in the street, getting closer and closer, and the kids all knew not to come to your house anymore so it wouldn't get them. I'm like, no way 50 people have the same dream. There's no way. And so Angie and I, we get out, and I'm like, I'm, I, I, I love these kids. I love my wife. I'm not letting something oppress us here. So I begin every single morning, every night, I just walk the grounds where I live, and I just, I, I, I literally go to the four corners, and I just I pray to God, and I'm like, Lord, you protect this home. And you keep out any evil from this land. And dude, it was a war. Like it was a, it was a, and I never missed. And so the kids came back and that thing never ever bothered us again. Is that the last time you had that dream? Last time I had that dream. Was that dream terrifying? Dude, it was, it was, I, I literally, at one point I woke up in the night and I thought to myself, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I'm going crazy. And I don't know if I'm going to make it through the, into the morning. Like, I just wanted, I was literally like just, I wanted the sun to come up. I just wanted to make it through the night. It was a crazy long night, dude. It was like Freddy Krueger. I didn't want to sleep, dude. I didn't want to sleep. And so That's insane, dude. And so those experiences help build, like I, because here's the thing. If that stuff's real, and I think it is, dude. Uh, yeah. Because here's the thing. I love the psychiatrist in the movie, how they... They say, well, sometimes people convince, because psychiatrists do believe this. It's in the books. Some people convince themselves they're possessed, and exorcism can work because they believe it works. So in psychiatric journals, they think they say, this can happen to someone because they believe it so much. They trick themselves. So a priest can knock it out because they tricked them the other direction. So they almost admit it, something happens, but they, they, they say it's all mental. But how do you explain, like, strength or levitation or knowing other languages? How do you explain any of that crap? So. Damn, she smiled at you, dude. Tony, it's a great shame in my life, dude, that I... Got to ask what... I just... I was like a little kid. I just didn't know what, like, I read the Bible. The thing is, as, listen, 
You read the Bible, most people think it's a nice story, dude. If you saw some of that crap in the Bible happen, it would freak your life out. You saw a guy feed a crowd with, with three, you know, three, uh, three loaves and five fishes, you'd freak the crap out, dude. If someone broke the rules of the world and did stuff, you wouldn't be like high five and you'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You'd be like, this is a trick. You'd be like, mm-hmm. tell David Blaine's bitch ass to take that mask off. <laughs> so in life, dude, I don't mess with. Because you're talking about Ouija boards. Nine out of a hundred times you're not going to play that game, ain't nothing going to happen. Most psychics in the world, they're stupid fakers, dude. Remember that guy in that on t- sci-fi channel? The crossing over, and you think, there's someone here with a Michael that's gone, or there's someone here, and they're missing a loved one. Like, like, that's just all fake crap, dude. Yeah, they ain't Otome Brown, dude. Dude, it, 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 it's Otome Brown, though. It's fake no. crap, dude. Brown. My mom always said I had the gift. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> she starts hearing the voice. She goes, what was that? <laughs> Dude, I got spooks from Jersey coming up in here. <laughs> but most things are older, maybe four. But if someone, but once in a while, someone's gonna have real power. Once in a while, Sam Wheat shows up. You're like, dang, dude, legit. <laughs> you're white, ain't you? I knew you were white. <laughs> Name sound white. <laughs> kind of cute though. <laughs> oh man! But most of the time, that cra- like I, I was at a, uh, at a I was in a city once. I don't know what city I was in, but it was during a second convention. So there's all these seconds everywhere, and it was so lame crap, dude. Just lame, fake crap. But I bet you in that bunch, maybe one or two people might have some real power. And that power comes from somewhere. They all making a face like Joel Osteen, dude. <laughs> Legit, dude. All fake crap. But there's real stuff out there once in a while, dude. And you don't want to be the, you don't, you don't want to be the guy to find it. You don't want to no. knock on the right door. You don't want to. No. And you know what's crazy? A lot of times, if a family has a cult background, like pagan, Satan worshiping stuff, that opens up family generations. For that stuff to grab on I'll tell and you follow what, it around. When we, we went to Bourbon Street, remember when we were kids? Heck yes. We went to that voodoo shop. I, I hated that, dude. Dude? That scared the shit out of me, dude. And the ladies that worked there, I was like, man, I don't like this, man. There's some dark shit out there, dude. Why play with the fire? No. Why touch no, it? No, no, no. Let's see if it burns me. Oh, shoot, it did. Man. Now, you said, though. It also built in us a fascination. That's weird. It is, isn't it? So you love. Here's the thing. All month, I've been going to haunted houses. Right. I've been watching scary movies. How was the haunted house, Tony? Let's loosen up a little bit. Was any good or Um, suck? No, Kristen, one of the. The guy kicked her, right? Yeah. It was a girl. It was a. One of the actors in the thing. But he he kicked her. She kicked her. She put a foot on her and pushed her. Here's the thing. There was a a trap door that we had to go through. And you had to get down on your knees to go through. And Kristen was like, I'm kind of tall. You know, I'm, uh, you know, uh, you know, telling her to chill out. I'm kind of tall. I got to, you know. So I guess Kristen was taking too, too long. And she put her foot on her ass and kicked her through the door. And she, number one, she smashed her knee. Number two. She kicked her in the ass so hard. Kristen's phone was in her back pocket. She thought she broke her phone. That's how hard she kicked her. And I thought Kristen was going to turn around and beat her ass. Other than that, I thought it was pretty cool. Okay, I so mean, it wasn't scary, but it was, just, it was, it was I mean, visually it was pretty cool. Okay, it was yeah, yeah. long. Um, Adrenaline's going. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like, I'm, I'm like trying to be like a G, but I'm like, well, I got to go first, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. And then I watch all these crazy ass movies, all these Rob Zombies movies, Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy, the early shit. Not the, yeah. Um, and I and I love it. But then you watch something like this, and it's different. I love being entertained and being freaked out, but this shit is like it's too like it's. I don't know. It's 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 a way more uncomfortable. Like this movie, it's the story is so good because it's believable all the way through. That. Stinking boxer priest is awesome, dude. Man, is he awesome. <laughs> How f- 
up is that last scene when he's bleeding through his head and the guy's getting his last confession. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap, dude. All he can do is squeeze his hand. Yep. That was messed up, dude. And since he died, the demon died too, right? It, it, it's out there, I guess, yeah. Or just went to another body? I think it's, I think it's clear. I think it's whatever it, the power it had to break through is gone. Because the vessel died? Right. So, you love you watch you watch scary movies like crazy. You ever watch you watch all the demon movies? You do watch some of those demon possession movies, don't you? Hell no! Like what? Emily Rose, you didn't watch that one? I watched that. I didn't like it. Didn't like it. So any so movies that get in this in this field, they'll get you. They got your number. Yeah, they do. Dude, C.S. Lewis once said, "I'm gonna quote some again, brainiac." C.S. Lewis once said, "There are two equal and opposite mistakes you can make about demons." The first is to not believe in them. The second is to have an unhealthy fascination with them. Truth. And, dude, when I was in college, I had a friend of mine, legit, believed he was a, a demon hunter. A demon hunter. He thought it was Constantine? He did. He, it was the, he had a samurai sword, like scripture hey. in Greek on the sword. I'll tell you what, though. How badass was Constantine? That movie was good. People didn't like it, but it was so good. It was so badass. Listen, the scene with the devil at the end is a great scene in film. He's trying to drag him. Uh, the guy <laughs> that played the devil. I like him. When he reaches in and pulls the cancer out of his lungs. It's so. That was incredible. That guy is amazing. It's a, it's a good twist of an ending of a movie, though. I'm Whoa, like. Oh, dude. Dude, it's... And who's the... Is it, was it the archangel? Who was the... Yeah, the, the, the angel. And she became human, and he punched her in the face, dude. And she's like, what was that? That's pain. And you're like, oh, my. <laughs> I took mom to see that at the plus text. That was a good flick. But um, Too this, bad Gavin Rosdale was amazing in that movie. Gavin Rosdale? The singer for Bush. Who'd he play? The guy with the suit. No. Yes, dude. He was awesome. He's the one that always showed up. Yeah. And the flies would show up. LaBeouf was pretty good in that, too. He was. He was that was my favorite LaBeouf movie, maybe. And that, no, you didn't see Fury. I didn't see Fury. Woo! The black dude that was in Blood Diamond was incredible in that movie. Yes, he was, dude. So I go. this guy's going to go out demon honey on, 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 would you go with on Devil's Night. You're crazy, dude. I'm like, don't go out there alone. Did you know Devil's Night is a Detroit thing? Yes. Is that crazy? But it's also, there's a witching thing. That's, it's, it's like a lot of Wiccans believe it's a special night. So Wiccans are stinking crazy. But, uh, that's what I'm going to find on Tinder, dude. <laughs> <laughs> delete this bitch. So I go out with this fool, and I don't know how he knew how to find it, but he knew we ended up, we ended up crashing. A stinking pagan ritual, dude. Like, legitimately, we walking on this, like, you find this building, go in the back alley in Chicago. We go in this building, the side door. We walk in this hallway, and there's animal droppings all over that. I'm like, what's happening? We come out in this big room, dude. There's, like, altars of animals being sacrificed to, like, random goat gods, dude. It was insane. People with robes on, dude. Looking like Dragnet. Straight up, straight up Druids, women, dude. Like... Newton? It was crazy. Wait, 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 what? Like, it's a it, pagan stuff's weird, dude. Like, very sensual, insane stuff, dude. And I'm there, and I'm like, we're gonna freaking die in here. The guy comes to us, he goes, "What are you guys doing here?" And he starts, he starts saying, "You know, I know so and so, I know so and so." He looks around, and he just goes, "Hey, you get out of here, man." And I looked around, I'm like, "Come on, let's go." He goes, and the guy stood up. He was gonna try to, go, you know, go to go to heels with this guy. I'm like, let's get out of here, man. Why? What the f is wrong with him? And, and, and no one's noticing us yet. You know, we're in the, I mean, the guy's like, get out of here. And, yo, know, he's a robed dude. I'm like, dude. Did the dude have a sword on him? I, my boy had a sword on him. What is wrong with you guys? Dude, he, he thought he's a demon hunter. He's stupid, dude. But, uh. Probably a Dungeon and Dragon playing. <laughs> Well, like, I'm the dungeon master. I guess I'm a demon hunter too. So I'm rolling. I roll a twenty, yo, natural twenty. <laughs> but never get that shit three times in the same night. <laughs> but 
unhealthy fascination with this stuff, dude. He could have got killed. He could have got shoe killed. Heck, dude. I, I was kind of mad at him. My friends were mad at him. Like, what were you thinking going out doing this stuff? He had no idea where he was at. No way. They would have stinking raped and killed his dumb ass. Did you see some hoochies naked, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there's like, you know, a little bit of clothing, but still it was. Gee, <laughs> stupid. So you don't eat, what does it say? <laughs> so you don't eat pork, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Dude, I'm looking at you right now across from me. Stop. I've dude. never know, noticed oh. the scar you have at the top of your head from the boat. How did you not notice that? It's right above the hairline. Only when you turn a certain way in the light can I see the, the circle, the half circle, when you came up under that, that ladder and it gouged your forehead out. I know, dude. You can see my skull. Sean O'Dell and Brandon Fish watched them stitch me up and they were like, dude, we were staring at your skull, dude. You know, crazy? what's crazy is that happened when I start, first met, started dating Angie. That was my first memories of having you is when you got hurt that way. Did you get, what? How, what? Isn't that, was that the, I think that was, you said there was an injury you had right when we started talking. Was that when you were in college, when I was in college or no? Was that a high school injury or? It was, I was uh, done with high school. Yeah, so I think it was when I was, I was 19 because I went to Canada that night and, when, and you could see the stitches <laughs> of my head on the, on the blue light in the club of Canada. <laughs> Blue light stitches, yeah, dude. dude. The they put, motherfucker put. I didn't know he put like black light stitches in my ass, <laughs> dude. That's so. I think that's enough uh, horrifying crap for one uh, night, dude. Thanks for rocking me to sleep, <laughs> man. Well, we'll be announcing our next next month's movies on you know this week sometime. Okay, take a breather, mug. Ah, uh, suck. We will be uh, announcing the the movies for next month coming up in a few days. He will be here. <laughs> so until then, do we even have picks? We have nothing. We're doing, ah! we're doing the writers' room, uh, like Monday. In, in Monday, and then we'll go ahead and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll then we'll do the yeah, we'll do all that stuff this week. So um, as always, I'm Ernesto. I'm Antonio, and we'll see you guys next week at the Red Rum Theater.